Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. Tamar Beckford with Your Curing Docs. And I want to personally invite you to our first free virtual summit. That's our Empower and Inform Women's Cancer Summit being held on October 25th through the 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have four fantastic speakers, so you do not want to miss this. Register on our website, www.urcaringdocs.com. That's right. That's yourcaringdocs.com. Don't miss out on this wonderful event. All right. Now on to the episode. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. Tamara Beckford with Your Caring Docs. That's right, where we're helping our busy professional women put their health and wellness first for at least two hours a month. Why? Uh, There's 730 hours in that month. You can dedicate two of those hours to yourself, right? So we have our Your Caring Docs podcast. That's our Your Caring Docs, Docs Who Cares. We're bringing doctors on from all over the world. They're stopping by, dropping gems, and most importantly, they're gonna leave their info so you can know where to find them if you'd like to be a patient or a client of theirs. Today, I am super excited to bring on someone that I think has one of the best common voices I've ever heard. And you'll understand why when you hear her, alrighty? So I'm going to bring her in in your Kieran Docs fashion. All right. So this doc is a graduate from the Medical College of Pennsylvania. She did her medical school there and she did four years of residency in radiology. That's right. Then she did a fellowship at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital. Hey, <laughs> Jefferson Peoples. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Yes, this doc is the CEO and founder of Stress Free MD. That's right, where she teaches you how to learn to be stress-free from the inside out and thrive. This doctor is the one and only Dr. Robin Tiger. <laughs> Dr. Tiger. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I love your podcast. I am so excited to be here. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you so that everyone else can hear your wonderful voice. I love your voice. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. So, you know, we're so excited to have you, our stress-free MD, and you know, you're going to Talk us through your journey. So I want to know, first of all, where did the journey begin in medicine? Where did the love for medicine um, begin? Talk us through that. Really a super long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Decades ago. So it actually began in third grade. Mm -hmm. I was about eight years old. And my teacher, Mrs. Miller, Mrs. Miller, if you're listening, thank you. Hi, Mrs. Miller. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller uh, rolled out this life-size skeleton. Mm-hmm. And I, up until that point, thought that skeletons were Halloween costumes or decorations. Right. And then I found out that the skeleton was actually inside our bodies and that it was our infrastructure mm-hmm. and so much more. And my main brain at eight years old went <laughs> <laughs> and I had to know more and I became completely consumed with wanting to learn everything I could about the human body. And that was when I knew I wanted to be a doctor. Wow. So 
Mrs. Miller and all the teachers out there, like we always say here, like, thank you. Look at that. You opened up a mind and look at all that it has created from that one class where you rolled out that skeleton and it wasn't during Halloween. <laughs> it was just like, wow, there's more to this than just for Halloween. Wow. So now, you know, we've moved on from the journey and we're here in medicine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then we're on to residence and you decide, hey, radiology. So what kept you? Because <laughs> a lot of people would have been like, oh, yeah, this is nice, but I'm moving on to a different specialty. Or that was interesting for then. But what kept you so intrigued to continue on to radiology? Why did I want to become a radiologist? Mm -hmm. Because it was super cool to look ah! inside people's bodies. And, you know... <laughs> Dr. Beckford, I did so many rotations just like we do in medicine as doctors, right? We get to sample mm -hmm. all the things, kind of like a buffet, right? We Absolutely. do the medicine, the surgery, and the peds, and everything. And every time I did a rotation, I said, wow, I really love that. <laughs> wow, I really love that. No, no, I really love that. <laughs> and it just went on and on. And, you know, by the end of my regular rotations, I just, I loved everything. And I couldn't really figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And come time, it was our fourth year and I got oh, to rotate yeah. the radiology and, you know, being able to look inside people's bodies and, and make those diagnoses and help physicians do that. And also, you know, getting to work with every gender and every age and mm -hmm. every type of issue and every specialty, it was just the perfect combination for me. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Wonderful. So another set of like, ooh, mind blown. <laughs> Third grade and fourth year in um, rotation in medicine. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Alrighty. So now we're here practicing medicine. And then we now become the stress-free MD. Mm -hmm. So how does the stress-free MD, how was that born? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of time in between that, yay, I'm practicing radiology to where I am right now. Right. And, and what happened was that although I loved medicine, I mean, mm -hmm. I still do. It's really the most amazing, most gratifying. It's a privilege to Absolutely. be able to care for other people. But I got really burned out. Mm. And at the time, it was probably about 15 or so years ago, I had two little children, a husband, a dog, a house. I was on every committee. I was on every board. I said yes to everything. And uh. I was circling the drain. And I had lots of illnesses. I was experiencing all kinds of things I couldn't put together from headaches to pain to reflux to numbness. Mm. Hands. All these things were going on. And um, I started to have some really bad thoughts that I'll share with you. Like they were really dark, scary thoughts. Yes. And like thoughts like, hmm, like I don't even know if I want to be here kind of thoughts. Mm -hmm. you know? And I have to tell you that at that point, I had two of three physician colleagues that had died from suicide at that point in my life. Wow. And I saw myself in one of two directions. I'm going to go along their path. Mm -hmm. or I'm going to figure out what's the matter with me because... No one else has been able to figure it out so far. Absolutely. And so what happened then was after taking lots of medications and seeing lots of doctors and mm -hmm. going to a mental health care professional and believing in traditional medicine 150%, I said, there's got to be something else I'm missing. We're mm -hmm. all missing it. Absolutely. And I started to hear more and more about things like yoga, meditation, for example, and mm -hmm. I thought that, that was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're like 
This is just for others. Those other people, right? Those are those other people because I'm on my treadmill at the gym and I am training for this race and I'm looking at those people in that room over there saying, I don't think so. (laughs) I think they're twisting their bodies and turning upside down and wearing weird spandex and listening to weird music and saying weird languages. And I'm not about that at all. Right. But I have Mm -hmm. to tell you that I kept hearing more and more about it. And I decided that I was going to, with my tail between my legs, mm-hmm. go down to a studio, which was near my home with my next door neighbor, who was a nurse. I talked to her mm-hmm. and I said, hey, come with me. Let's, let's check this out. The and support. if it's terrible, I'm going to take you to dinner. <laughs> ah. Okay. And she's like, well, okay. I can't, you know, why shouldn't I say no to that? Well, well what's the worst that can happen? She gets a free meal. <laughs> it's a free meal with oh. me. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I did. So we went down, I had lots of reservations. I had lots of preconceived notions and I took this very first yoga one-on-one class. Mm. And I have to tell you that I did a complete 180 at the end of that class. So I had been stressed. I'd been anxious. I had, I wasn't focused. I was thinking a million things, everything mm-hmm. hurt. I told you I had all these symptoms. I felt completely different at the end of that class. Mm. And so my doctor brain, my left brain, needed to unpack the physiology because that's what we do. We need to know the why behind everything, right? It's not okay just to feel better. No. Well, why am I feeling better? (laughs) Why am I feeling better? Mm -hmm. We need to know why. That's what we do, right? We ask why all the time. Mm -hmm. So I dove dove into the medical literature. I'm like, what's going on here? And I saw tons and tons of medical literature Mm -hmm. documenting the benefits of things like yoga, things like meditation, for what I came to understand my diagnosis to be, which was chronic stress. Yes. That's what I was suffering from. Yes. (laughs) I was the only doctor out of all the doctors I saw to make my own diagnosis correctly. Mm -hmm. Chronic stress. So everyone listening out there, chronic stress can do crazy things. It can cause all kinds of things that you wouldn't expect. Mm -hmm. It comes out in all different forms. Absolutely. And all the things that were happening to me was simply related to that. Wow. So what do doctors do? Well, we love knowledge, <laughs> right? We, so we love knowledge, <laughs> right? We, we can't get enough of it. We're like kids in a candy shop when it comes to learning. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I needed to learn everything that was helping me because I wanted to become certified in everything that was making me better Mm-hmm. So that I could help other people get better too. And that's another thing that doctors do. Once we figure it out, we're like, let's see how I can help others who are going yeah. through the same thing. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. we're healers, right? We want to heal people. Absolutely. <laughs> we want to be the best kept secret. We need to share it all. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you you started to dive into all of these certificates. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about some of the ones that you that you have that's now all encompassing to this beautiful stress-free MD. So you um, yoga is one of them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's talk about meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw that you have this beautiful program that you've put together. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind, do you can you delve into some of the programs that you have that yeah. encompasses the stress-free MD that's helping so many people out there, including our physicians? So we can, you know, 
break it down because like you said, you were in such a dark place where you saw where others who they could not figure out a way out of this dark place. And unfortunately, suicide was the solution that, you know, they had. They, they couldn't figure anything else out. Mm-hmm. You, fortunately, with the help of your neighbor, who was wise enough to, I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, I'll probably get a free meal if you don't like it. But it opened up your eyes to this beautiful realm of additional ways to deal with what you found out was chronic stress. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Let's dig into the stress-free MD in the different programs you have. Yeah. So just to talk about the the pieces, the components, the recipe, right? So that is the recipe. I the love recipe, it. Right. The recipe. So there's lots of ingredients. And mm-hmm. first, because I was knowledge hungry, right? Yeah. I went into teacher training, yoga teacher training, because I never thought I'd teach necessarily a class, but I just wanted to understand more. Mm-hmm. And it was there that I learned about the field of yoga therapy. So for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. a base level yoga teacher requires 200 hours of mm-hmm. training and a yoga therapist requires at least 1000 hours over a three year period. Wow. And the difference is, is that you take the base level of knowledge and you learn on a higher level how to apply it to individuals who have specific symptoms, mm. diseases, illnesses in a safe and effective way, all evidence based. So the first thing was I became certified in yoga therapy. Mm-hmm. And I studied trauma and stress more deeply so that I could help individuals who had a history of trauma and stress, things that I had experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to work with our military. I learned how to work with people of cancer. You know, I learned how to work with specific populations. As, as a doctor, mm-hmm. I saw holes in what they were receiving, and I wanted to fill those holes with ways to help them help themselves. Mm-hmm. And meditation was another piece. Mm-hmm. So... I found that not all meditations are the same. And I wanted to find a meditation that was secular and evidence-based and culturally sensitive to whoever was on the other end of receiving it. Mm -hmm. And I found that in iRest, which is a meditation that was created for Walter Reed Army Hospital, initially for our military, Mm -hmm. to help them relieve symptoms and suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And it was found so beneficial in not only that, but chronic pain, that in 2010, the Department of Defense declared this meditation a tier one treatment for chronic pain, which meant that it was equivalent to taking opioids, for example, right? Because so much of the pain in our body is related to our stress and our mind causing all that tension. Mm. So yoga therapy, meditation, specific types of these Mm -hmm. disciplines and then life coaching came on board. And that came on board because yoga therapy and meditation help us to regulate our own physiology, our mm-hmm. own nervous system. But that other piece is how do you deal with your thoughts? How do you regulate your thoughts? Right? How do you take over your hijacked nervous system and your hijacked mind mm-hmm. together? Mm-hmm. And so that is my recipe in that taking over your hijacked nervous system and physiology through yoga therapy and meditation and to heal your Mm -hmm. mind through life coaching. That's the recipe for self-care. And that is the recipe. And those are the ingredients that, that exist in the RX center piece program that you mentioned. Absolutely. So for those of you 
And this RX Inner Peace program is so good <laughs> that it is certified for CMEs. So mm -hmm. for those physicians that are out there, and I'm not talking about like, yeah, you'll get five CME credits. It's a 25, 25. CME credits. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it is that it's self-paced, right? Yeah. And you know, you're doing this and you're healing, like Dr. Tiger says, from the inside out, right? Mm -hmm. So you brought on both aspects. So we know that it's great to be able to channel our energy for the meditation portion, but you've also been able to help to channel the mind because how many negative thoughts we wake up and the, you look in the mirror and that's probably your first negative thoughts might even occur before you look in the mirror. You know, it, it's, we have over with 60,000 a day. It takes mm -hmm. a long time and a lot of, um, training for you to start to break down those negative thoughts as soon as it's in our head. Because one of the things, right, our mind can't tell, our brain doesn't know the difference between the negative thoughts and what's truly out there. So for you putting together this beautiful program to help physicians and non-physicians alike out there, I mean, that's truly great. Now, I know we talked about one of the aspects, um, yoga therapy and meditation. And in all of that, I think that there's a big um, premise of breathing, right? Mm, yeah. So important. It's like the first, yeah. and it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, I try yeah. to channel my mind and my mind goes elsewhere. But, mm. you know, learning to breathe and to put it all together is so important. So let's talk about like the breathing techniques that you've used. And also you have a special story about how you were able to use that um, in a situation that's, you know, from the area, air, aviation um, set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. So again, the why, right? Mm -hmm. So what's going on with our breath, right? We mm -hmm. learn all this anatomy and physiology in medical school, but we don't actually learn that we can work with it. Mm -hmm. So with respect to our breath, our breath can do four things. It can calm us down. It can wake us up. It can cool us off and it can heat us up. And it just depends on how you breathe to do one of those four things. So most of the time I'm teaching people how to calm down because that's yeah. the biggest issue. Sometimes they want to wake up. Sometimes they want to cool off. Sometimes they want to heat up. But most of the time we're working mm -hmm. with that. How do I breathe to feel calmer? And the thing is that our autonomic or automatic nervous system that I like to think of it, it it's just... Mm -hmm telling ourselves to breathe all the time, right? So mm -hmm. you're not saying breathe, your body's just breathing itself. Absolutely. But your breath is the only autonomic function that's automatically happening that you can voluntarily take over at any given time and change. Wow. That's a really, that's a good party question, right? It is, <laughs> absolutely. I never thought about that. Yes, I ask that question to doctors all the time and they just sort of sit there and scratch their heads. And it's, the thing yeah. is, it's the only autonomic nervous system function that we can actually voluntarily take over. And that's because our diaphragm has both voluntary and involuntary muscle fibers in it. Mm. So we can say, hey, okay, I'm in charge now and I'm going to breathe a different way and choose how we want to breathe. And so what you're referring to is that there's a certain way to breathe that is called beak, like a bird's beak breath. Mm -hmm which I have renamed straw breath because I think it, it's like you're making the shape as if you have a straw in your mouth. 
when you're breathing out. It's like a bird's beak, but people seem to understand the straw. Mm -hmm. And the way that you use that breath is going on the premise of the physiology of breath, which is that our exhale breath is the key to our relaxation response. Our exhale breath decreases our heart rate. Our inhale mm -hmm. breath increases our heart rate. So when we want to feel calmer, we need to lengthen our exhale breath. We also need to breathe more deeply into our body, into our bellies, because our vagus nerve is hanging out down there. And that's the nerve that's responsible for us to feel calm. Stressful breathing is chest breathing. Calming breathing is belly breathing. Mm. So when you pay attention to those two physiology principles of breath, lengthening your exhale and bringing your breath down into your belly, you can feel calmer. So back to that straw breath. The way that you do that breath, and I'll describe it, and then I hope that everyone listening tries it. Try it, absolutely. I'll be trying it with you. So oh, let's, okay, let's do it together. All right, yes. let's do it together. All right, so I'll describe it, and then we'll do it together because it's always good to make a motor map in your brain before you do it. So absolutely. imagine first that mm -hmm. you breathe in through your nose and you fill your belly with breath, mm -hmm. and then when you breathe out, you purse your lips like making a beak shape or a straw and you blow out very, very, very slowly. Mm. Okay, so let's do that together. Okay, go. Breathe in through your nose and let your breath come down into your belly. And then at the top of your inhale breath, whatever that is, purse your lips and very slowly breathe out as if you're letting a candle flicker on a cake, but you're not blowing it all the way out. And you can soften your eyes or close them, whatever you wanna do as you do this. Now at the end of your exhale, whenever that is, you do it again. You start over by breathing in through your nose and you fill your belly up with breath. And then at the end of your inhale, you very, very, very slowly breathe out through that imaginary straw. And by breathing out through a smaller hole that you're breathing in, by physics, you will naturally lengthen your exhale breath. You'll naturally decrease your heart rate and you'll be able to feel calmer simply by breathing in that fashion. And you can do that for as long as you'd like. And you can do that during the day when you're starting to feel anxious and stressed. You can do it to help you fall asleep at night when you're lying in bed and you need to fall asleep. You can do it when you wanna fall back asleep. You wake up in the middle of the night and you need to go back asleep. This is a, a wonderful breathing tool. And what Dr. Beckford referred to was that once you learn it, you can help other people. And I have three situations that this happened on and the one she was referring to was on the airplane. Mm -hmm. So passenger next to me was wigging out, having complete panic attack. And I was initially talking to her okay and then she just started getting really really anxious and upset and screaming and flash flailing her arms about and the flight attendant didn't know what to do and they thought they were going to have to land the plane mm. i taught her that breathing tool and she calmed down and the plane was able to continue on its course the whole way one of my physician clients heard that story on my podcast mm -hmm. was on the plane taught a passenger on the plane she was on that same breathing tool and the passenger was able to calm down. Um, it's amazing. On a train, there was a, there was an, I almost said patient. There was an, <laughs> there was an individual having a seizure in the seat next to me mm -hmm. and he was on his side and he was seizing, he was shaking and seizing and all the other passengers started having panic attacks and freaking out and screaming and yelling. And they were so scared. 
And so I could see that he was on his side and he was safe while yeah. he was having a seizure. And so I taught that breathing tool to all the other passengers and they were able to calm down and take their seats again. And we were able to continue on to the stop where EMT could come on and take care of that individual. Wow. And the same thing you mentioned Jefferson. Well, I was right near Jefferson. I came out of a show with my family. Mm -hmm. Somebody got hit by a car and we actually saw this person. It was a very soft hit. You know, people are driving pretty slowly around there, mm -hmm. Walnut Street. And the person got hit by the car and was just seated and was like panicking. Mm -hmm. And then the person that was driving the car came out and he was panicking. And so now I've got two panicking people. Mm -hmm. so I went over and I taught the person who got hit, who was actually okay. I could tell she was just scared, but she was just startled, how to breathe. I taught the individual hit her with his car, how to breathe. They were both calm. When the police came, they were able to tell their stories and everything was okay. Wow. So you have it. You can have a ripple effect. Absolutely. Simply what you just learned right here. <laughs> and you know, what I love about it is that it's, I can use the word relatively simple to so do. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And even just during that time that I, and I took uh, through that, I think I took two to three breaths because I was really inhaling. <laughs> and I got so calm. And it's like, wow, I cannot fall asleep on this broadcast because I just <laughs> felt so relaxed by just doing those nice, and I could feel the energy level just relaxing. You know, by the time I think that I got through the first half of the breath, I must admit, I'm still anxious, right? Yeah. By the time I get yeah. halfway, I feel that it just, it's a, a steep decline in the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then it just really relaxed. So this is, for those of you guys who are listening, if you're watching, you know, watch this later. If you're listening in the podcast, try it. Especially for those who I felt so relaxed. I know I'm going to try it tonight when I'm trying to go to bed, you know, take a couple deep breaths in and just because I felt that relaxed while I'm here on camera. I can imagine how relaxed I'm going to feel when I'm off camera and using just these simple techniques and just the breathing technique for you to bring someone who is so heightened in anxiety in an airplane where, you know, there's nowhere to go. It, you're on a train where there's nowhere to go. So it's not as if you can say, okay, let's stop the car so you can step out. There's nowhere to go. And that alone, when someone is anxious, I'm pretty sure it, it steps it up at least tenfold. So to be able to bring them down from that to relax and to be able to do that to a crowd, it's just amazing. And it shows the power of this technique, mm -hmm. the power. Yeah. And it starts with this breathing, that trivia question we just got. Yeah. Yes. Jeopardy. I don't know if you can stop it. Maybe you'll hear it on Jeopardy and you'll get it right. Exactly. Yes. Come on. Let's get Dr. Tiger on our Jeopardy team. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, yeah. you've really brought so much and taught us this wonderful technique, which is just one of the many different techniques that you have a part of the prescription Um for inner peace yeah. program there. So now that we've figured out that prescription that you begin for others, we want to know for you. So what are you doing for your self-care? Because you've given us so many tools for our care. What are you doing for your self-care? 
Yeah, so I'm just a living, breathing example <laughs> of what I what I teach. And, mm -hmm. you know, I know that doctors in particular are incredibly busy people. Mm -hmm. um, we're very busy. The world is busy. So, you know, everything that I teach in, in my program, for example, is done in 15 minutes or less. So mm -hmm. those preconceived notions of an hour, an hour and a half kind of classes, I teach just like I taught you that. Mm -hmm. That's one short video in my program. So mm -hmm. I teach things in snacks of information. Yes. And that's how I do my practice too. I sort of break it up throughout the day whenever I need it. But I start every single morning mm -hmm. with a seated guided meditation. And I do a short movement series that are somatics based, which is a different type of movement that helps to relieve chronic tension in your body. Mm. And then I head to the gym because I'm a gym rat and oh. I work out. And I do Lovely. all of that in the morning early because mm -hmm. when I'm done, I just feel amazing. I feel clear and I'm ready for my day and I'm ready to serve all of my clients and everything else that comes my way. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. This is beautiful. And, you know, thank you for taking the time out to bring it to us in that we can at least broad with this broadcast, you know, we're all on a lot of different channels. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, and we're on LinkedIn. And I hope those who are on LinkedIn now during your lunch break, you can take just those even two to three minutes, a couple of deep breaths, and it can help you to, you know, garner the rest of the day and to go through with a clarity and feeling relaxed and in charge of your inner peace. Now we've pulled a lot of stuff out of Dr. Tiger. <laughs> We're gonna find out one more thing. Hey, Dr. Tiger, so <laughs> if you weren't a doctor, what would you be? <laughs> it's funny you should ask that because <laughs> I have a newer podcast myself called the Stress Free MD Podcast, where I teach these little tiny snacks of information and I have been hearing more and more that I should be a talk show host, that I should actually <laughs> have a show where I'm teaching others mm -hmm. just like what we did here. So oh, I'm thinking, <laughs> maybe, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I've i heard you, you're an audio spa. That's, that's the other thing I, I hear. Listening mm -hmm. to you is like an audio spa, which is really lovely. But mm -hmm. I would say, you know, having a show where I could be on national, international television and and share what I'm sharing with you mm -hmm. to so many more people to help as many people as possible. Um, that's something that I would love to do. There we go. And we have another international speaker <laughs> and TV show host, Dr. Robin Tiger. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. And they're all so it. calm and they're all relaxed. And then they're so calm and then they're, and they're happy. And then we bring them down again. <laughs> they're sleeping one. well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Dr. Tiger. Okay, before we go, we do need to let everyone know where they can find you. Um, you're doing the wonderful things. You have the podcast, you have this wonderful program, you're doing coaching, you're helping physicians, you're helping the military. I mean, you are helping everyone everywhere. So let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me through my website, which is stressfreemd.net. That's mm -hmm. stressfreemd.net. And that's the umbrella under which all of these things that Dr. Beckford just described lives. You can sign up for a free uh, stress relief strategy call with me to get started on your stress-free journey. 
Um, you can find information about my podcast, the Stress MD podcast, the Rx Inner Peace program, and other programs I have, which are all CME accredited, six of which are also accredited for APPs. So if you're an APP, if you're a nurse practitioner or a PA, um, I got you covered too. And Wonderful. yeah, so check it well, out. There we go. And I mean, I know that I... Even with just that breathing technique, just those two minutes that Dr. Tiger taught me, I brought my stress level down. So I cannot imagine for someone who's gone through the entire program. And the program is wonderful, too, because you can journal so you can see how you're improving upon yourself. Because she has a beautiful journal that you can do along the way. And you can say, you know, from the beginning till now, you can see your progress and how you're improving as a part of that prescription for inner peace. All righty, Dr. Tiger, thank you so much, so much, so much for stopping by. One of our wonderful docs who cares and she's shown it through all her different mediums. If you did not see this, you need to go back and watch this wonderful, wonderful um, interview. If you are listening and you just came in, that's okay. It is there for you. You can check this out on our Facebook, our YouTube, and it'll also be here on our LinkedIn. So I'm Dr. Tamara Beckford with Your Curing Docs. Thank you so much, Dr. Tiger, for stopping by and Thank for giving you. us a little bit of a breathing, relaxation technique. All right. So all you guys out there listening, thank you so much. We love you and we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.